Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. Welcome in to the War Room. Christy Lee, guest hosting today. Again, you get me today, Friday, fun Friday, and also, as far as I know, on Monday. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, today will be interesting because I had a couple of the interviews I was planning on doing today. Um, they're not going to happen <laughs> now, so I guess that means that I will maybe have more time to talk to all of y'all, and I will open up those phone lines later on. But I do have a lot of important information to get to, and uh, I usually always like to open a show when I have the honor of guest hosting with a verse, and today is a little bit different because I usually like the verses to be encouraging and motivating. Um, today, my verse that I chose is coming out of righteous anger. (laughs) Um, Lots of sick, disgusting things. We know we're fighting evil right now. It's a spiritual battle, Um, but it's coming after our kids. And if you're a parent, I'm a mama. uh, I've got some rage brewing. I've been fighting this battle with the school board and it's worse than I think that we even realized. I feel like there's been a distraction of what's really going on. So I'm gonna need some time to dig into that. but. Going back to the verse of the day, (laughs) it seemed appropriate to pick, this is the verse of the day since this is what I am having some righteous anger over. And the verse is Matthew 18, six, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned to the depths of the sea. And I'd be lying if I wasn't feeling like that needs to happen to many of our school board members and some of the teachers who are shoving pornography and pedophilia into the hands of our children, asking them not to tell their parents about what gender they want to be identified by, along with a host of other things. But like I said, that's going to take some time to dig into. So I'm going to save that for the next segment. And I did just before I came out here, get handed some breaking news from, I would love to say my dear friend, but he's not my friend yet. But I mean, it's in the works because I listen to him like every day. I'm a huge fan of Mike Adams from Natural News. And he had some breaking information on naturalnews.com. 
AI-powered DOD data analysis program named Project Salus shatters official vaccine narrative shows ADE, uh, let me remind myself, antibody-dependent enhancement. I needed to remind myself what that was. Accelerating in the fully vaccinated with each passing week. So it says an AI-powered Department of Defense program named Project Salus run in cooperation with the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center has analyzed data on 5.6 million Medicare beneficiaries aged 65 years and older. And what does it find? What we've known pretty much all along. The alarming findings show that the vast majority of COVID hospitalizations are occurring among fully vaccinated individuals and that the outcomes among the fully vaccinated are growing worse with each passing week. These data presented here shatter the official Biden-Fauci narrative. And we'll go ahead and say big tech narrative because anytime you try and bring this up, they're like, no, it's all the unvaccinated. It shatters that narrative that falsely claims America is experiencing a pandemic of the unvaccinated. The data show that the pandemic actually appears to be accelerated by COVID-19 vaccines, while unvaccinated individuals are having far better outcomes than the vaccinated. The full analysis is entitled Effectiveness of mRNA COVID-19 Vaccines Against the Delta Variant Among 5.6 Million Medicare Beneficiaries 65 Years and Older and is dated September 28th, 2021. So this just came out. You can go to naturalnews.com. Look at all these charts. It's quite alarming. And good luck sharing it, though, because we're not allowed to share the truth out there. I mean, YouTube has already said anyone that says anything negative against vaccines and bye bye. Doesn't matter if it's true or not. You're just gone. You can't say anything negative about vaccines, at least on YouTube. I'm sure Facebook and Twitter will be right behind them. We're going to dig into what's happening here in Texas. What I thought was a free state next. guest hosting today thanks for having me again you'll get your own back soon enough get me back on a monday when hopefully a lot of these interviews that fell through today will work out then on mondays it's something to look forward to so before the break i was talking about and basically i'm naming this segment if texas is this bad how bad is it really because i came from california thinking texas was free and wholesome and And all of the things that I did not have there in California where I lived last. Come to find out, I've been battling my school district where my kids go since I got here when they pulled the rug out from underneath about the masks all through orientation. We can't require masks. We can't require masks. We can't require masks. And then the night before school starts, they send out an email. We're requiring masks. So since then, it's been quite the battle with the school board. I call five of the members the Fauci Five because they just listen to Fauci and they don't actually listen to science. Or, you know, Texas State Supreme Court law, GA38, that says you are not allowed to require masks. But what's interesting about that is we've been so focused as parents on this mask issue, which we do think is child abuse. You shouldn't be covering the mouths of our children unnecessarily. But another mom, I've been talking to her 
that um, is actually in a nearby school district. And she says, I think that this is a distraction. I think that this is way worse than we actually know and that this mask issue is distracting us from the deeper problem. And since then, she's been flooding me with pictures and information um, on the deeper, what we think is the deeper issue here. And we think that it's pornography, pedophilia, child grooming, possible even sex trafficking. We know it happens. We don't necessarily always know where could be happening right here. So uh, the latest one that she sent me was from this Georgetown ISD uh, teacher. This is real recent. He was just arrested for uh, sexually assaulting an 11-year-old girl. So this is only the latest one. There's so much of a history of teachers in the surrounding communities being arrested for sexual assault or molestation of children. There he is, Corey Bounds, stand-up guy there. Um, that she's now having to catalog this. She's started a website, which I will talk about in a moment, but she is rounding up all of this information. You'd think she's an investigative journalist because, you know, journalism in the regular world is dead. So you have a mom that's digging deep and cataloging all of this that she's finding. Sixth grade technology applications teacher, Wagner Middle School, been arrested and charged with sexually assaulting an 11-year-old. 11 year old girl. Now I know that you guys have seen a lot of the videos and this mom, she has 3 million hits on her TikTok video um, for recording that one where the mother is speaking about these pornographic books in the school, 3 million hits already. She's the one cataloging, cataloging this website. I'm hoping to talk to her on Monday, if not today, but um, now you, you're getting la- of course, some backlash for this from those that want our children to be reading pornography. Richard Price, PhD. Um, if you guys want to pull up some of these um, clips, they're in there. I took the screenshots, but Richard Price, associate professor of political science. Um, he's been writing about this. He says he reads a ton of young adult literature. I'm sure, you know, he's a, he's a stamp guy. I'm sure he's not a pedophile, even though he loves reading young adult literature. And um, they mock people that are concerned about these books, about the pornography in the schools, they're mocking saying, it turns out that the details are not quite as exciting, but the event is a troubling look at where far right extremists are heading. So they're calling any parent that's concerned about their children having access to reading about pornography and pedophilia, a far right extremist. Says whether or not you think Lawn Boy should remain on the shelves, it is censorship to have the police department involved in deciding which literature is appropriate and which is too obscene for high school students to have access to. It's intimidation of the school board and teachers and inappropriate and worrisome that the police department agreed to investigate this as placing a book on a classroom shelf was illegal. Here's another one. Puzzling to say the least to think that monitoring what kind of books are shelved in high school libraries is part of police duties. It's troubling. Well, you know, in case you hadn't known, you know, there's these little annoying Texas penal codes and federal law against giving pornography to minors. You didn't know about um, 18 U.S. Code 1470 that you cannot knowingly transfer obscene matter to another individual under the age of 16. You didn't know about that, that code there. Um, Texas pornography laws, Texas law regulates the distribution of pornography in the state and breaking these rules can lead to an arrest prosecution and jail time. Some pornography offenses may even lead 
to lifetime sex offender registrations. So there you go. I mean, they're mocking the parents, calling them far-right extremists for having concerns about pornography and pedophilia in our school libraries. But this is the law. Police absolutely should be investigating this. Visual or written material which depicts, depicts lewd or sexual acts, which is offended to or intent, intended to cause sexual arousal. We're going to get into um, showing you just how bad these books are. Violating one of these laws can lead to jail or prison time, probation, possible sex offender registration. Um, I want to talk about this and I'm going to be showing a book um, probably because I won't have enough time, but between this segment and the next segment. So I want to tell you right now, call in um, to the number so that we can talk about this. The number is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. I want to see if you guys have even begun to look in the libraries because I did. And I'm going to be sharing that momentarily, but let's just um, look at some of this. Actually, you know what? Let's, let's do it now because <laughs> I don't want to keep on teasing, teasing, teasing. Okay, so I don't know about the, I was saying, I was struggling with this. I don't know about the ethical standards of journalism um, or the ethical standards of being a mom um, when it comes to what I did, but this is the conundrum. So they're using COVID as a reason to not allow us as parents into the school right now. We can't come have lunch with our kids. We have to stand outside the office if we need to drop something off. They're using COVID as an excuse. So I couldn't even go into the library to see what books are in there. So what I had to do, and I did struggle with this, and you can tell me if you would have done the same. But what I had to do is I had to ask my child, okay, do you want to be part of a sting operation? And I gave the title and I said, mom's trying to figure this out to, you know, protect other children. I just want to see if you're able to check out a book that you should not have. And I'm going to ask and trust you not to look inside the book, but I need to see if you can check it out. So my child agreed to do this and um, I gave the title and she, because I can't get into the library again, she went to the library and she got this book. And I think you've seen other parents talking about it, but I was like, surely that's not in my kid's library. That's just on TikTok videos. This book is disgusting. Overall, I, I read most of it because I don't want to talk about something that I didn't read, but just to see. First of all, if you flip through it, it looks like it's for a kid. There's, there's comic book pictures. Some of these pictures I had to cover up because they're pornographic. If you have kids in the room, again, take them out. Um, half of the book is talking about sexual experiences after, like as an adult. So half of the book is adult sexual experimentation and curiosity and all of that. Why is a book that is in a kid's library, half of it's talking about adult sex and adult exper- sexual experimentation? Why is that happening? I'm not even, I want to go through some of this and give you some examples. I know I'm running out of time, so I'm not going to get through all of this. But um, I mean, the first half of the book is sexual experimentation as a child, talking all about, you know, the confusion of what's going on, um, talking about cover your kids' ears, vagina slime. That's actually in this book, talking about experience with that. This is disgusting. I want to go over this book and also go back over the law and why this absolutely isn't far-right extremism. 
to be worried about pornography, sexual content in the hands of her children. That's after this break. See you then. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us, word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro-God. Thank you so much. I'm uh, 59 years old, in good health, I'm not working in the front line, so my type is not recommended to get vaccination. That was the current CEO of Pfizer, just a few months ago, on a national TV interview saying, oh, he doesn't need to take the so-called mRNA vaccine, it's really a gene therapy. He said, you know, he's 50-something years old. He's healthy. He doesn't need it. It's at risk, people. But that's not what his PR firms that have bought off the politicians in over 100 countries say. They say you've got to take it to have a job or leave your house or get on a plane or a train or even get outside your home for one hour a day if you live in Australia. So remember, the White House is exempt. Congress and their staff are exempt. The Postal Service is exempt. All these big corporate heads are exempt. They're not taking their poison vaccine. They're pushing it on you. Wake up, folks. Wake up. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Welcome back. Christy Lee guest hosting today. Talking about something I'd rather not be right now. Pornographic material in our children's schools. And if it's happening here in Texas, which I thought was more conservative of a state, then you might want to look into your own libraries. I'd seen some TikTok videos. I talked to a mother, the one that had done the the TikTok video that had 3 million views, uh, referring to another book that had pornography in it in a school board meeting. She's been collecting some information. Um, She's been noticing a pattern of the drag queen story hour and their history of sexual offenses. And um, as well as all of these teachers that are now being arrested for um, sexual acts with minors in our surrounding communities here in Texas. She um, has just come up with a website, truthabouttexasschools.com, truthabouttexasschools.com. She's cataloging, cataloging all of this information. And she's the one that weeks ago was like, you know what? We're fighting this battle about masks, but it might be a distraction. There might be an even more sinister evil happening. And so in doing this and talking about this, I was like, well, I need to see if there's any pornographic material in my children's school. So I was able to like look in the school district's website, like online and see if there was possible books that were available but I can't go into the actual library because of COVID. 
apparently. Um, so I, I actually had to enlist my child to see if she could access and check out the book. So I gave her some titles and um, I told her, do not look inside. And um, if you have kids in the room right now, you might want to take them out because I'm going over a book that she was able to check out, you know, no problem. And um, this book is gross. Just even on the back of the book, the last sentence says, the story also doubles as a much needed, useful and touching guide. So our kids are reading books about uh, touching guide, exploring their sexuality. Um, The whole first half of the book is sexuality as a child. And the whole last part of the book is about exploring sexuality as an adult. Why would our children need to be reading these things? I don't care if it's um, gay, lesbian, transgender, or whatever. They don't need to be reading about sex in school, period. So um, there's one page I was talking about halfway that if you you can open it straight to, and I've covered this, but you can imagine what's happening here. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like a dildo, and um, you can see what's happening, but I covered the picture because I don't really feel comfortable showing it. Um, they talk about, um, I I was asking my producers, what can I say? (laughs) I mean, this is the thing. This is in our school library and I'm asking producers what I can say on here because it's so bad. I can't wait to have your hmm in my mouth. I'm going to give you the hmm job of your life. This is what our kids are supposed to be reading. What's the value in this? I mean, it's, it's gross. And look at this. It, It looks like it's just a comic book. I mean, my boys, like if they saw this laying around would be like, Oh cool. Comic book and be reading about dildos and blowjobs. I mean, really? And that's the thing. Even if this is in the high school, I mean, the high schoolers are anywhere from 13, 14 years old. They're still under 16. And according to Texas law and federal law, you're not supposed to be distributing pornography to those to minors. So it's not even acceptable in a high school setting. But the thing is, is even if you have a high schooler that gets this book and they bring it home and they have curious little brothers and sisters, they're going to open a book um, that looks like a comic book and see sexual acts and talking about sex acts and experimentation. There was another page in here that was like extremely disturbing. I think I put it right here. Let's see. Oh, here. Um. I was 11 or 12 years old for the first time I can remember fantasizing about having a penis. 11 or 12 years old, I held a folded handful of grass between my legs. For years, my standard method of masturbation was stuffing a sock into the front of my pants and manipulating the bulge. At 11 or 12, talking about being a child, to me, this is is grooming and I don't find it I mean, strange at all that there's teachers being arrested for sexually assaulting children when they have these books in school it's all tied together there's there's a pattern at play here texas teachers instructed to help students hide gender identity from parents a teacher training for a texas public school district directed teachers to hide information about students gender identity from their parents in order to make school a safe place the training titled supporting lgbtq youth in schools was led by two social workers working for the district they described themselves or Monica Kelly describes herself as a fat positive sex positive therapist. And she's um, determining what, what's good to talk about with your children, with the teachers, add your pronouns, wherever your name is published. And then 
Also, wherever you're introducing yourself, just to normalize the sharing of pronouns. She tells the students, or the teachers, let students identify themselves on the first day of class with their individual name and pronouns. And here's where it gets even worse. Kelly appeared to admit that pronouns are much more sensitive than nicknames, encouraging teachers to ask students, ask the students, whether it is okay to refer to them by their preferred pronouns when speaking with their parents. May I use these pronouns when I contact home? Reads a question on the form. Would you like to follow up with me in a private conversation about your pronouns? It's incredibly important when a school is safer environment for students than it is at home to be protective of that. Parents respond, I have a huge problem with that because you're training the teachers to withhold information from the parent, no matter how big or small it is, that's the bottom line. Whether it's pronouns, whether it's sexuality, they have no place having that discussion. They're not the parents. I'll take phone calls um, in the next segment. So again, the reminder of the the number is 1-877-789-2539. And I want to hear if you've discovered any of this happening in your schools or what your thoughts are on this. School board group asks U.S. for help policing threats. So we have been forming and our group is getting larger and larger here in um, Round Rock, that school district in Georgetown. And and we've, we just had two fathers arrested at one of the board meetings, a pastor and a veteran, because they were they were arrested for disrupting a public meeting and they spent the night in jail and they were just trying to speak up in the board meeting for parents to be involved. And now it's getting even worse. Group representing school board members around the country asked president Joe Biden on Thursday for federal assistance to investigate and stop threats made over policies, including mask mandates, um, labeling it as a form of domestic terrorism National School Boards Association says we sent a letter to President Biden this morning asking for federal assistance to stop threats and acts of violence against public school children, public school board members, and other public school district officials. Well, maybe if you stop giving our children porn, pornography and stop grooming them and, and stop sexualizing our children, then you won't have to face the violent domestic terrorism of parents that care about their children. Jen Saki says, we're continuing to explore if more can be done across the administration. Obviously, these threats to school board members, horrible. They're just doing their jobs. I didn't know it was school board members' jobs to give the stamp of approval on pornographic material in the school libraries. X-rated adult books packaged for children issue now more than ever. These books increasingly contain content that is explicit, pornographic, obscene, profane. Obviously, I was embarrassed to read you some of the stuff in this book that my own child was able to get out of the library. And why was I not able to get it out and completely not have my child involved? Because I can't, because of COVID. Call now and let's chat about this. See what's going on in your schools. The purpose of fear is to call us into action. And there is plenty to be afraid of today. Half the population has lined up for an untested, deadly, and debilitating experimental injection because they were told to be afraid of an invisible asymptomatic disease. The perpetrators of all this have clearly stated their goal of having 80% of the population hooked up to an artificial intelligence hive mind in less than nine years. For those of us who have awoken from the spell, we know this is all really happening, and it's unbelievably unsettling to see. But there is only two things to do. We continue sounding the alarm because it's a numbers game. If enough people awaken from the cult spell, then we win. But even when we win, and we eventually will, 
The days of convenience are soon coming to an end. And so we must prepare, get up to a year's worth of storable foods, water filtration, survival gear, seeds, shortwave radios, and life-saving knowledge at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. We are in a war for America. This is the War Room. Welcome, welcome back. This is Christy Lee. I'm guest hosting the War Room today, and it is war. War against our public schools that are entrusted to teach our children, you know, just stick to math, science, English, history, the basics. We pay taxes for these people to take care of our children and to teach them. But instead, we have pornographic material in the libraries, the encouraging of children to read these books, the encouraging of these children to not speak with their parents or tell them about private sexual questions they have or private sexual questioning they have. They're encouraged to do that at school. Don't talk to your parents about that. Talk to the school and read some gender queer while you're at it. It's this fun, this fun comic book that has all kinds of fun things in it that I can't even repeat because I wasn't doing a very good job at censoring myself earlier. <laughs> but um, this, is the, this is the thing. I have to be worried about reading stuff out of this book on air, but our kids can just pick it up at the school library. And again, I got this book out because I had to have a discussion with my child and say, I just want to see if you can get this book out. Please don't open it up. <laughs> just see if you can get it out. And let's see what happens. And yeah, no problem. I was able to check it right out. Disgusting, disgusting stuff in there, which I've already gone over. But um, this is what they think of us. Let's play clip nine about what they think about us having a, an opinion about this. Veto books, Glenn, not to be knowledge about it. Also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually you take books out and make their own decision. You vetoed it. So... Yeah, I've stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. But, you know, I get really tired. I don't think parents should be able to come in and take books off their shelves. Well, obviously, I wasn't able to get into my own child's school library to see what was being offered there. I had to secretively tell my child to go in there and see what's being offered to them. This is what they think. And they're calling parents that have these concerns domestic terrorists. They're trying to enlist the federal government to protect the school board from parents that are concerned about these things. It's insane. So I wanted to talk to some of you, and I'm going to take your phone calls now. Let's go to, um, where did that name go? The one that was just, oh, Kevin from Wyoming, who has something to say about this book specifically. Kevin, you're on the air. Hi, this is Kevin Bennett. I am in Gillette, Wyoming. We've been fighting this issue since July 7th. This specific book, Gender Queer, was presented before the library board on Monday of this week in Campbell County at the Campbell County Public Library on our tax dollars. And the director of the library, Terry Leslie, 
said that it wasn't, well, she intimated this wasn't pornographic and that she'd have to review it more deeply when we presented this in public. We have had countless county commissioner meetings about this book. We've gone to library board meetings. I've even been at the school board here in Gillette, Wyoming, a couple of different times. This issue's big, and it's not the only book. There are at least, we filed 35 reconsideration requests, maybe up to 50. There's between 200 and 300 books total in the library. We haven't reviewed them all, but we know at least 50 of them are in the children or young adult section. This isn't the only one. The worst one's probably called Sex Plus. Uh, wow. But there are a bunch of these books, and they're specifically designed for grooming, for child sexualization, to induce, to introduce these wicked ideas to young people who don't know any better. And I think that they're kind of hiding under the guise of this being called gender queer because it's like they know that people don't necessarily want to um, have any criticism over gay, lesbians, trans, you know, because that's not politically correct. But the fact of the matter is, with this book in particular. And I did look through it before talking about it, obviously. You could make it completely straight characters and I'd still have a major issue with it. You have talking about sex toys and actual sex acts and touching yourself and, and touching yourself as a child, as an 11 or 12 year old. I mean, I don't care if it's transgender or if it was just a, a, a book about straight people. Either way, it's pornographic. There's pictures that I can't even show <laughs> on air, but yet our kids can just pick it up at the library. We've, we've read some of these things in public meetings, and one of our county commissioners said we couldn't read those uh, out in front of the Gillette Public Access TV, and I said at that county commission meeting, I said, if we can't read these in front of the GPA, how dare we put them in front of children? Uh, and, and, you know, the, it's been like two, three, maybe even a month, since two, three weeks or a month since I said that. Uh, you're absolutely right. And it's not just the gay materials. There's a book called um, How to Make a Baby, uh, which has full frontal nudity, graphic nudity, um, and it shows the sex act, and it's designed for prepubescent kids. Now, in our library, it was listed in the quote-unquote parent section, but any kid could pick it up, check it out, read it, like you were talking about your kid picking it up at the library. They don't care about that, and a lot of librarians are SJWs who they think they're getting away with something and they get off on it. It's terrible. Well, the thing is, is what's happening right now, I don't know if you know this, but it's Banned Books Week. I think that's what it's called, but it's specifically about banned books, and they're celebrating the freedom of having you know controversial books on the shelves, and they're using Banned Books Week also to hit back and call parents that are upset about these books homophobic, transphobic, um, all of these things and saying that it's censorship and, and it's a free first amendment issue. But the problem is they have a little pesky thing of about federal laws that, that this is breaking. The federal law is very clear that you're not supposed to give minors pornographic material. This is pornographic. I mean, it's, it might be pictures, but there's, there's full depictions of sex acts going on. Um, Sex, sexual conversations. It's disgusting. I mean, this, and it's the thing is, is, I just have in my gut that it's grooming, like you said, because it's, it's a comic book. It looks like it's like a fun little comic book that you can read, but it's not at all. It's pornography. Porno. And you know what? You can read it to these people. Oh, no. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. <laughs> oh, oh, good. So, the, the, the phone beeped at me. Somebody must have texted me. Um, it's straight up porny, uh, pornographic materials. And the, the, the information that they put out there 
they, they design it to be attractive and to be a little bit, oh, oh, why, why don't you try this out? Oh, why don't you explore it? And when they argue with you, they argue with you saying things like, uh, like uh, oh, hey, these kids are born this way. Don't you want, don't you want these kids to, to have access to know who their, their true selves are? What a lie. The people will not back down on it. And they call you transphobe and homophobe and all this stuff. And they domestic terrorist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's it's not. It, we don't want any sexual materials, gay or straight, in front exactly. of kids. Exactly. Leave kids alone. That's the cover. That's yeah. The cover. They're playing a big game here. The ALA, the American Library Association, is a uh, Marxist front for ideological subversion, in my opinion. Um, all I've seen is nastiness from them, and they're a private end agency. We don't need them to certify any libraries. We don't need them, period. We don't need to send funding to them, nothing. How about we just keep talking about sexual things outside of the school? There's an idea. Maybe they should talk about sexual questions at home. Yeah, yeah. Maybe leave it to the parents and don't try and steal children and indoctrinate them with ideas that they shouldn't even be thinking about. I remember the first time I encountered this kind of stuff when I was a kid, and it wasn't prolific back then. First time I saw something I shouldn't, I remember it to this day. It's emblazoned in my memory. When you think and see stuff and do stuff, that puts an epigenetic marker on who you are. It changes you fundamentally from the genetic level for the rest of your life, and there's no way to go back from that, and they know that. That's why they're throwing this stuff at us. Absolutely. I did a wonderful interview with Gina Peth. You can find it on band.video. She's a technology expert and she talked about what you're talking about, Kevin, which is um, when kids are exposed to things too early, there's actually a trauma response and the trauma response can sometimes be misread because we tend to think of our kids being overtired or teens being overtired and grumpy, but that's actually a sign of trauma. So if they're seeing things or talking about things that they shouldn't be, and you think they're just being grumpy, look deeper. It might be a trauma response. I want to get to more of your phone calls because this in, this topic is so important. We need to come up with a game plan to fight this even more than we're fighting the masks because just might be the masks is a mask for what's truly going on, which is sexualizing our children. So when I first started taking survival skill, basically I was 275 pounds. I was overweight. Uh, I had brain fog like you wouldn't believe. I was barely holding on to a job. Uh, and I heard Dr. Group on your show and I listened to it. So the first one I got was the original survival shield, the X1. And it worked pretty good. And then shortly thereafter, you came out with X2. You had, you know, with a deep burden source, you know, and I got really excited about that. So I took it. And man, in two weeks, I went from brain fog to like literally like my brain was enlightened. You know, I could think again. And I could connect with people again. And over the course of the next couple of years, I got my health back. And I religiously take basically all of your supplements. They're, they're all absolutely amazing supplements. The one I like recently is Knockout. It'll literally, like, if you want to sleep, just take it. It's amazing. It works. But anyway, so the point is, we have to get ourselves clean. We have to break free of the globalist system. And the only way to do that is to take our own health into our own hands. Beautifully said, brother. I thank you so much for your call and Godspeed. God created each and every one of us with free will. But we look at the world system now openly announcing the mark of the beast. Everything that it's attempting to do is built around getting rid of our free will and making us bow down and submit and turn our very bodies, our very productivity, our very genetics, our very future over to them. They want control of procreation. They want control of the relationships between men and women. They want to bring a form of living death 
to our society and our civilization. All of us were formed and made in God's mind, in God's image, and given free will. And make no mistake, all of you alive today were created by God to be alive in this special time so that you could make the right decision in free will and stand against evil. And then, for eternity, win the great birthright prize of being aligned with God. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. My name is David, and I'm here with my sister Esther. First name, right? Just not. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Wesley, well, my knucklehead brother. Oh, okay. My friend Nuffy. My boyfriend Doug. I have been 100% into getting vaccinated, and then I asked you, and you hesitated. Yeah. There's not that long term research out there yet. How do I know the way I'm going to respond to it? They're saying that the vaccine is 99% effective, right? Where are you going with this? 99 of those people, they survived. Great. Okay, we can depend on this. US it actually what? wasn't I what care, I was West. thinking. This clip wasn't what I was thinking it was. But it's interesting because, again, they're just constantly pushing the the gay, transgender, whatever, even when it comes to vaccines. It's like you can't get away from it. I mean, there's definitely an agenda here. So, uh, and if you're just joining us, I was talking about how Many parents, like many parents across the country, have been going to school board meetings, getting more involved, and really it was the mask mandate that kicked it off, and now we have the threat of the vaccine mandate. But what a friend of mine, a new friend of mine, another mother, was saying was, I'm really concerned that maybe this mask and vaccine stuff is cover for a deeper, more sinister issue going on, which is sexualizing our children. And she's like, I just started looking into this and I'm finding report upon report upon report of all of these teachers in our area and our surrounding ca- uh, counties that have been arrested for sexual assault or molestation, child pornography. And then um, in this area here in Texas, we've had drug, st- drag queen story hour. Um, when they actually look at the people that are doing that, they have histories of sexual pedophilia and things like that in them. And so she is actually finding so much that she is putting together a website and you can find it at truthabouttexasschools.com, truthabouttexasschools.com. She's going to be adding to that. And I'm going to maybe talk to her on Monday, hopefully, but she's cataloging, cataloging all of this, finding the pattern. We encourage other parents to do the same, start digging deeper, finding the pattern and exposing them. Now they're going to call us domestic terrorists, but uh, or transphobic or homophobic, but we have got to do this for our children. Today, I had a verse of the day because I like to have a verse of the day when I get the opportunity to guest host and the verse is coming from righteous anger and it's from Matthew 18, 6, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and be drowned to the depth of the sea. I'd be lying if I didn't say I wanted to see some of the board members that cheer on this, some of these teachers that are encouraging our children not to talk to their parents, um, drowned with a millstone around their neck. But let's get back to our phone calls. Um, Let's talk to Alex in Wisconsin. What's going on, Alex? Do we have Alex? There he is. Oh, maybe he's not. We'll move on. Let's go to uh, Patriot in California. 
You're on the air. Hello. Hello. You say just be done with it and pull the kids out of public school. Yeah, so I'm from California. Uh, you know, your stomping grounds out here. <laughs> and obviously a big change coming to California. And I had to pull my kids out because, you know, the curriculum's too crazy. And anywhere that's going to make that I can't go onto campus to see my kids is not a place to be. I, I see how you did your little uh, spy mission with your kid at school. Um, you know, like if you're not allowed where your kid is, then, you know, you, you probably shouldn't have your kid in that school. So you know, we pull them out. Yeah. Go ahead. Of our lives. And, uh, you know, we get to pick their curriculum. Homeschool is like just an eye opening experience. Uh, you can incorporate biblical values into your curriculum or whatever you want, actually. And PE, you know, we got them doing archery. We got them, um, we're about to move to Texas, actually, because we want to, you know, invest in gun training and you know it's just so fun because as a parent you're in charge of you know raising your kid to be a strong adult free-thinking individual and who better to do that than the parent with these public schools they're totally owned um they've been totally corrupted and right now i've been at board meetings every like every time they have them which is twice a month out of here in california and you know i've given up all hope on it because it's like talking to a wall we make, you know, all the parents there talk uh, like InfoWars kind of talk. It's all one-sided, and then the decision goes the complete opposite direction. It's a losing battle trying to go to these school boards and reason with them. And uh, the sooner we realize that, the sooner we'll come with alternatives to fighting this, which would either be if you don't have a choice and you have to send your kid to a public school, which is understandable, then uh, you should look at impeaching the, the school board members because no matter what you say, they're they're not going to agree with you. It, you're not. It's you. You hope logic would come out and prevail, but it's not. It's just how it is. Look at San Diego. Two hundred plus people going to the school board and the supervisors meeting, and them deciding uh, totally against their opinion. Uh, we got to be realistic about these situations. And uh, homeschool is a really good answer to this. Uh, make sure you co-op to get the kids, you know, socially interacted and uh, get involved with the parents around you that think uh, like you. Um, you. You interviewed Ron Paul and uh, I don't know if you know Yuri Bezanov. He's a KGB uh, operative, a real famous guy in the United States. I don't know if he's still alive, but, you know, where we're at in history right now, um, they've corrupted a whole generation. And although we're awake to everything, the only answer is to, to uh, you know, reteach the new generation. And as long as the conservative parents and the God-fearing Americans raise another generation, that's the only way to get out of this with, uh, you know, making good values out of these kids and making them strong. I mean, imagine a world with these strong individual uh, American kids versus these liberal, um, dumb uh, I, I don't know a word without cussing, but just, you know, brainwash kids. <laughs> yeah, we have so, got I mean, to take Texas, the reins back, yeah, and get more involved yeah, in Texas, our... Go ahead. I, I bet you we can raise our kids way better than these public schools. And if we come together, I mean, we can even challenge them at sports. I bet you conservative parent kids versus the public schools, we would win. And, you know, like, it, that's just that's just how it, it's going to be. The, the stronger kids will prevail. I don't know if you've seen the movie Captain Fantastic. It's a real good homeschool movie if you want to check it out. 
the the guy raised his kids in the woods and they're yeah. just a little genius. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Uh I'll check know, it that's out. my goal. Yeah, yeah. Patriot, I'm fully on board with you about homeschooling. I actually homeschooled all the way up until high school myself, so I'm familiar with it. And I did homeschool my own children because I was living in California. I didn't even want to bother. I homeschooled all three. But when I moved here to Texas, I was hopeful. The kids going through a pandemic, the kids having just moved across the country, we were from Ohio and had moved to California. I was hopeful that they could get um, some normalcy back and go to school and now fighting this battle. Patriot, thank you for your phone call. I want to get to some other phone calls, but just to expand on that, um, the, the, the problem that I have right now is that one, our tax dollars go to these schools. So we should have every right to have a say and try and invoke change. And if I homeschool my children again, then I am getting away from the problem. And I do think that we need people to be in the system and still, um, <clears throat> like even when it comes to big tech, like still being on these corrupt platforms and everything. I think you still need people in these positions to try and fight for change. And so that's kind of what I'm feeling right now that I need to be in this position right now at this moment to continue at least to try and raise attention and, and invoke change. But it certainly can get discouraging, but I'm 100% in support of, of homeschooling as well and may have to return to that. And that's fine, too, because I know our kids are better off for it. But let's go to Gloria in Michigan. She's been waiting a while. Gloria, you're on the air. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Well, I was just saying, I mean, I haven't heard of it up here yet, but it doesn't surprise me at all whatsoever. Um, Like after 9-11, you know, they locked the schools down so parents couldn't go into schools, you know, and. I think a lot of us maybe slept on the watch, you know, as far as even voting and stuff and all this stuff has been allowed to continue and get worse and worse. You know, um, I know at our schools though, even in the middle schools, they, um, make the kids watch CNN every day and make them like question them on it. And I've been trying to battle that even, um, but um, I don't know. I just think like all of it, you know, I think they want to make all the kids very confused, weak, you know, um, just all of us, all of us. They may be you know? trying to intentionally traumatize our children so they're more, their minds are more malleable to the indoctrination that they want to put on them. Well, and I think, like you said, too, you know, it's like more like making the parents the enemies, you know, like hiding things from your parents. You can't tell your parents don't understand, you know, and just that. Like he said, you know, this new generation, all these people, kids are, you know, wanting this kind of stuff or, oh, gay rights or this, that, you know, nobody wants to just, or we don't go around talking about our sexual preferences, even as a straight person or whatever. I think that sometimes, too, that's not something we do. Right. You know, we're not buying our kids. All right, Gloria, I'm, I'm going to have to cut you off because we got to hit a break, but we'll continue to talk about this after this break and into the next hour. There is very little contemporary study in the world of the planet's ruling class. Not in communist China, not in Mexico, not in the United States, not anywhere is there a real study of the planet's ruling class. And that's done by design. The large central banks that basically control the planet will penalize and target any academics that look into, say, the Anglo-American establishment the founded the Bilderberg Group, the Trilateral Commission, the United Nations, the whole project of the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. Until 10 years ago, the media said, the controlled corporate media, that the Bilderberg Group didn't exist. 
Well, now the Bilderberg Group is public, and its former head, still on the steering committee, is Klaus Schwab, and he has set up the Great Reset in global government. And if, as a liberty movement worldwide, we don't address the globalists head-on about the fact that they are a worldwide authoritarian corporate takeover, we don't have a shot. If we do expose them, we can beat them easily. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Welcome back. This is Christy Lee Gust hosting today on a kind of smutty subject today. Uh, We're talking about pornography, pedophilia in schools, and the grooming of our children in the school system. Uh, was explaining before in the last hour that I actually had to put my kid up to see, like gave some titles and say, see if you can get any of these at, at your school library, because right now they're not allowing parents in the school library because of COVID. So um, I had to go about this in a kind of a wacky way, but um, told my child, don't look inside. Trust me, you won't want to. And um, my child was able to pick up this book, Gender Queer. Um, whoa, sorry, I hit the mic. Um, but uh, just turning to this page, I have to cover up, and you can, if you can show that, I have to cover up what's happening there exactly, because I'm sure you can use your imagination. Um, all kinds of sexual content in this book, packaged in a way that would make you think, it. oh, it's a fun comic book. You know, if my kid gets out of school, maybe my younger kids will pick this up and will want to look through here and have to read about the disgusting things I think you can see on this page. Um, so definitely not appropriate for kids, but they call us extremists and, and domestic terrorists for even bringing up an issue with this kind of thing in our school. So I've been talking with some of the parents to see if they've been paying attention to this because as other parents warn, Maybe it's not the masks. Maybe it's not the vaccine mandates. Maybe it is pornography and pedophilia happening. That's that's the cover up, and we're getting distracted. So let's talk to um, Max in Wisconsin, who has an interesting correlation. Max, can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Uh, I kind of wanted to bounce an idea off of you, and wondering uh, if what you're talking about is maybe related to like priming kids to be sexualized and then increasing the amount of abortions in order to harvest fetal tissue, you know? I mean, nothing would be beyond me, the the sinister things they think up. You might be right. A lot of money going on there. And uh, I also, uh, since you guys are talking about the school, stuff going on in the schools, I think the teacher, I mean, the parents should also investigate the type of food being served in the cafeteria because um, I think they use the same vendors as a lot of the prisons, not all schools, but a lot of major schools. And they use soy heavy um, oils and uh, fillers and such, which are known estrogen mimickers. And you can see how much they're pushing the trans and LGBTQ plus agenda. So I really wouldn't put them past, especially in light of the coronavirus stuff, to be messing with the food supply in the cafeterias. It's an all-out assault. And, I mean, when you put it that way, it does, well, maybe I should reconsider homeschooling again because it's like they're coming after our kids in every way possible with the food they eat, with the books that they have, encouraging them not to talk to their own parents. So I think that um, the mother that I have been talking to is onto something about trying to dig deeper and cataloging it and put it up on a website. Don't even bother with big tech. Get it up on a website, then push it out. Because 
people need to be aware of this. Parents need to be more aware of what's going on. Thank you for your call, Max. Let's talk to Holly in Texas. Holly, you're on the air. Hi, Christy. I loved your topic yesterday and today. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. Okay, so I have been in private school education, well, I was up until <clears throat> this end of uh, June, uh, for 28 years. And I chose private because I knew myself well enough to know that I didn't want to deal with bureaucracy. Eight years ago, I was thrilled to finally be able to get a position at a church and school, which was my ultimate goal in education so that I could be in a godly, more spiritual environment while teaching children. Um, It was God placing me there to expose me to so much stuff that I had no idea. Okay, there's, there's the teaser, Holly. He, God placed you there to expose you of what you needed to see, and you're going to tell us what that was after this break. We'll take uh, some more phone calls on this topic before I move on to other ones. There's just so much to be said about this. I'm staying on this topic longer than I had intended to. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. Christy Lee, guest hosting The War Room today. We're talking about the assault on our children. The grooming of our children, the exposing them to sexual content long before they should, and not even being able to have these conversations with their parents because the teachers are discouraging it. They're encouraging them to have those conversations at school. A safer place to have conversations about sex. Anyways, um, I haven't plugged anything, and the way that InfoWars is able to be on the air and we're able to have these conversations that are banned and censored everywhere else is by supporting through InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com. There's so many great products as far as living a healthy lifestyle, which is our best way of combating getting sick and all the things being thrown at us. So love the products, especially the vitamin D gummies right now and um, the iodine. Uh, but also um, wanted to remind you about the the DVDs out right here. And you're like, DVDs, whoa, that's like so 90s. No, the problem is, is this is the best way to probably to share information at this point is because when you try and share these videos and everything, they get taken down, banned, censored. So it's good to have a hard copy of the information that you need. So um, this COVID land, it's the first or first InfoWars original documentary production in nine years. A lot has gone into this. They teamed up with Paul Wittenberger from Framing the World Productions to produce the five documentary series on COVID land. And um, the episode one is called Lockdown, chronicles the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic, shows how big tech, MSM governments deceive the world into accepting lockdowns using fraudulent cases inflating death numbers and all of that. So if you want to make sure that you're well-versed in what's going on and what has been going on so you can have those difficult conversations with others, then make sure you get your copy of COVID Land. You can get that at InfoWarsStore.com. And the exciting thing is, is you can get a free copy of Endgame when you order by October 6th. So make sure you get your copies of COVID Land and Endgame. Now we want to get back to our phone call. Holly in Texas was saying that she's been in education for 28 years not just in the public school, and um, she feels like she was put in this position for a reason. So, Holly, uh, welcome back to being on air. What were you saying? Hi, thank you. Yes, I, I just really want to sound the alarm that it is not just public schools, that 
parents that are fortunate enough to be able to afford private school or to be able to get on some sort of assisted tuition, um, they cannot assume or have a false sense of safety and security because it is also going on in these private schools. I witnessed it myself. Um, it finally got to a point for me, like I didn't realize people hated America until I was at this church school. Um, I did not realize that, and these are teachers that literally hate America. I did not realize that it was okay and that teacher would celebrate when there were two second graders that they would go, oh my gosh, did you know we had our first lesbian marriage on the playground? Isn't that exciting? I had no idea. And I believe I was put there to be exposed and to sound the alarm to let people know, don't think just because it's private that you're safe because you're not. And um, my son is finishing his senior year. My son was in private school, but he's finishing his senior year at home. Um, he was at another private school and they mandated that every child returning to school needed to be vaccinated. And he said, wait a minute, I, that makes no sense. We went to the head of school. We said, look, if, and this is where he's words. if I have to accept a male that shows up at school in a dress and I am supposed to identify the pronoun as she, and I'm, I'm to accept that, why can my ideology not be accepted as well? Exactly. And there was no it's the hypocrisy and was no- of it. No, just our viewpoints, not yours. The thing is, be- also check into your private schools because it's rampant everywhere. The only way that I know how to change it is, as you said, get involved, try to change over the school boards, although they just take it as lip service. If we had a national walkout day, money hurts the public schools as- just as much. I know parents are busy working, and and it's very difficult to know what's going on. But I promise you, it's not just in public schools; it's in private schools. I think that's absolutely right, and I think in some cases, what's happening in private schools can even be worse. So it's important not to uh, have the wool over eyes and be investigating all of these schools and getting involved and doing what we can, and not necessarily just pulling our kids out of school because then the problem persists. We need to make a difference when and how we can. Thank you, Holly, for calling. Let's go to Jim in Montana. Jim? Jim from Montana. You're on the air. Hey, Christy Lee. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, just fantastic here in the great state of Montana. Hey, I just wanted to, uh, one quick plug. Infowarriors, just get some products. It doesn't yes. matter. Get a, get you a tell them, Jim, cal- get those products. <laughs> yeah, get a 50 cal body, bottle over. Buy 10 of them. Give them to your friends. Give them something to talk about. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I was watching uh, American Journal last week, and they had a article or a, a, a video of the mayor from Hudson, uh, Ohio. And he basically gave the school board an ultimatum. He said he had gone to the judge, showed the judge the material, and he told, at the school board meeting, he told the school board, you have a choice, resign or be prosecuted. And he walked out. So I called my dad, who's 83 in 
Ohio, and he lives in Ohio. And I said, hey, do you hear about this? He said, no. A couple of days later, he called me. He goes, the whole school board resigned. Woo! <laughs> Good. So uh, that might be an option. You know, I get with the mayor or get some judge and present the material and go, what are you going to do about it? Exactly. Yeah, we're having a hard time for some reason finding advocacy here. It seems like everything is corrupt, but we're going to try everything that we can and we're not going to give up. Thank you for your call, Jim. Um, that's very interesting and always going to take notes from what other people are doing. I wanted to take another call because um, this is a really good point. Kyle from Nebraska. Let me hear it. All right. One second. <laughs> can you hear me, Christy? Yeah, I can. Okay. First off, you're doing God's work. Super proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Very proud of you. Um, sometimes, you know, people like me wish we could do a little more, uh, and we do the small things we can do, and we just got to be grateful for what we can do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the whole Dr. Seuss thing, you want to talk about the ultimate 360 psyop. You ban Dr. Seuss books? <laughs> And, and now we're talking about this. How many months? Dr. Seuss, green eggs and ham. No, let's talk about, I can't even say the words. <laughs> let's talk about sexual body parts <laughs> instead. It's Ugh. craziness. And it's just, it's just such a psyop. And uh, it's, it's also out in the open. And what I was telling the screener to, not the screener, but the guy that answered the phone there, I, I told him, I said, you know, at some point it's going to come to physical removal of these people. I mean, these people are so godless. It wouldn't take much to do that. I mean, seriously, like when you don't have God inside of you, and you don't, and, and, and you don't represent anything but your 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 body on this earth. Like, it's it's real simple to remove these people. And if judges won't do it, um, unfortunately, I feel like that's what it's coming to, Christy. Where it, it really is, and I feel like it's short time. You know, I really do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's all scary. And I mean, it, it, you just have to pray that people open their eyes because it just seems so obvious to the rest of us, the hypocrisy of it all. Oh my goodness. But we have to keep on spreading the word. We can't be intimidated and we can't necessarily like some people say, oh, just take your kids out of the school. Well, but what about those other kids? I mean, who's going to be their advocate? Who's going to be their hero? What it, what if it takes the parents that are willing to keep our children in the school to try and make a difference for the parents that maybe aren't necessarily paying attention. Don't see what's going on. I've been on this topic a while because I tell you what, I'm fired up that my child was able to get this nasty, disgusting comic book out at the library that is full of pornography, encourages, it, it calls itself a useful touching guide. You don't think we realize that this is grooming our children, that you're sexualizing our children. We're not going to stand for it. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to be an annoying fly until something changes. I'll take a couple more phone calls after this break, but then I got to get to some news. I'll see you then. Cobra Commander here with an important message to humanity. I have decided that all of you will take a special injection so that you will be safe. But the injection is not ready yet. And so, I need all of you to stay indoors for the next 15 days to flatten the curve. 
I also need you to wear a mask, and I also need you to only shop at mega corporations. That way we can consolidate control and bankrupt the world economy, leaving companies that only I own profitable. You will then be my slaves. Oh, and then you'll get that special shot of venom from Cobra. We'll remove your immune system, so you'll be dependent on me for the rest of your miserable lives. General Lee. It's General Milley. I just want you to know that Trump tried to overthrow the U.S. government two days ago on January 6th. And I just want you to know I've taken control of the nuclear weapons. And if Trump tries to launch an attack on you, we'll let you know first the attack's coming. That is from the transcript. Then he called up Pelosi, Schumer, and others to say, I'm loyal to you. I'm going to protect Trump from using nuclear weapons. When Trump was going for detente with China and North Korea at the time, and Trump's responded saying it's a total lie. Pelosi's come out and admitted it happened. Hell, she bragged back on January 8th that it took place then and is saying that she honors Milley and that he's this courageous person. So are all these other Democrats. So this is the permanent deep state coup that's been in control for a long time, now coming out of the shadows publicly. Remember, these people literally hate you and your family. Now they're injecting you with poison, soft kill injections. Wake up, America, or be destroyed. Infowars.com forward slash show. Welcome back. Christy Lee guest hosting today. I've stayed on a topic longer than I intended to, but we are going to take a couple more phone calls on this topic because it is so important. We're wondering if the whole mask and vaccine mandates for children is a distraction for a deeper issue. Pornography, pedophilia happening, possibly even sex trafficking happening in our schools. So it's up to us as parents to dig a little deeper on these issues. Don't just be showing up at the school boards talking about masks. We have even bigger problems. We have pornography in our schools as evidenced by a book my own child was able to get out at the library, which has disgusting images in it um, that I can't even mention. Yet, my kid can read it at school. So we want to talk to Douglas from California. You said schools have become extremely agenda-driven. Douglas? Christy, you are exceptional. I hope I'm loud and proud from California. You're loud and proud from California. I left, but you're still there. Are you holding it down for me? I'm doing my best. I've got a big sign on my house that says no. (laughs) And uh, it gets everybody talking. No, no, no. All of this nonsense. Yeah. We have had to pull my grandson out of school. It is too violent in Sacramento. It is too misguided. Uh, The mask mandate is just distraction from math, history, science, and English. Uh, The BLM agendas that are up in that particular area are promoting and encouraging violence towards kids. Uh, Gosh, we had to invoke a child endangerment in writing argument to the school. And, uh, you know, I'm a little veteran here. I carried guns in a medical bag in foreign countries protecting our rights. So I think differently and feel differently. 
A couple of things I have to look at is in our California Constitution, consistent with our Declaration of Independence, is the word sovereign. We are sovereign. They are the servants. We can order them to cease and desist in writing. Can you believe that they're trying to call parents domestic terrorists and they're reaching out to the federal government for assistance in getting parents under control? Wait a minute. Wasn't the parents, wasn't it the parents that elected you to represent us? Now you need protection from us. Can you even believe this is happening? Yeah, I can. The servants are calling the sovereign's names. It's, it's bad news. And we have to put them in their place as servants. And we have to do so in writing. We are doing that here in my tribe in California. It is so confusing here. I went through five counties this week, and no one knows what the rules are. What are the rules? Uh, (laughs) You know what to do. Yeah, it's bad, Douglas. Thank you for your phone call, and hold it down there in California. Keep on fighting the good fight. Let's talk to Alex. Uh, He got dropped from his call before, so we want to make sure we get back to him. Alex from Wisconsin, you're on the air. Alex, you didn't drop on us again, did you? No, no, <laughs> I apologize. I, I apologize. I was going to say. I'm here. I'm here. So the problem is that I've noticed, and I mean, I'm 30 now, 30 plus actually, but um, when I was a child, we had some very interesting conversations about different ideas in you know, middle school, high school, and I would go home and I'd argue with my parents, and then they'd go confront the teachers, and the teachers would then blatantly sit there and lie to my parents about what they taught me or what was discussed in class. So it's kind of interesting now as a parent, I'm seeing things differently because I see what everyone's talking about with all the schools. And it's like a, it's like a game where they, they pit your, the, your child against you, the parent, and you have no idea what's going on because they're, they're lying to your face. They have no qualms lying to your face on what's going on. And it's, it's ridiculous. My dad didn't even know that, oh, in our home state, which is right next door, Minnesota, that Drag Queen Story Hour is in, in effect. And then when I went and visited him most recently, our neighbors came over because we were having a barbecue. And we found out that they got a letter from the uh, school guidance counselor, the high school over there where he lives, near where he lives, that their uh, guidance counselor informed them that their daughter, one of two, because they have a set of twins, identifies as transgender and that they need to start calling their daughter Mike. Oh my goodness. And and the mom was flipping out. The dad was pissed. And we were like trying to keep the whole situation calm. They wanted to go, you know, storm the school because the school has no right to tell them how to raise their child. But that's what they're doing. They're just subtly putting these things out there. The thing is, is the kids wouldn't even be thinking these things. They wouldn't even be entertaining these ideas if they weren't shoved in their faces. Exactly. And it's it, it's mind-boggling how it's acceptance. They're using acceptance as the um, flagship to subtly put it in. Like you know, one one parent's child comes out as gay or whatever. You need to accept them. Then they push this whole curriculum down the throat where you need to be accepting of this person, which is fine. You can accept that, but then stop putting extra stuff on top. Like here, you should read this book. It's about questioning your reality and what you perceive. And then they're messing with the kids' psyches. Or touching yourself when you're 10 or 11 years old. I mean, come on. 
I, I can tell you this much. I am definitely afraid of public schools, and uh, my friends and I are looking at ways to maybe do like a homeschool group. Where I one, love that idea. One, I mean, shoot, we have all these teachers that are, are losing their jobs because of the vaccine mandate. We need to get these teachers together. We need to figure out a way to uh, f- fund our own schools and just Take out the middleman that's trying to indoctrinate our children and give them pornography and sexually groom them for their sinister whatever they have planned. I, I mean, I'm a millennial. I've never seen so many people confused about who they are, what they're doing. I, I knew a girl, a girl I grew up with who I, I swear that public school probably damaged her psyche to the point where every other year she's dating somebody different and claiming a different sexual orientation or identity. And I'm like, you're a nice person, but you need to get your head on straight. Like figure this out. It's insane. Right. Thank you for your call, Alex. Great thoughts. And with that note, let's go from Alex to Alexandria in Miami. Interesting uh, thing that she has to say, Alexandria. Hi, Christy Lee. I just want to say thank you. And God bless you for being a pillar and speaking out on what's going on because I'm actually a gay woman that in school, I never heard about gay talk, political agenda, anything like that. We used to do even mock elections where we were allowed to decide based off of what you read in articles that you had put out in the newspaper every Sunday. This is an indoctrination of these children. The stuff that happens in like, pride parades and things like that. That's not where children should be. I'm, I'm telling you that because I've been so you, there. You, you, said that, you said that you're a, a gay woman, but what's happening in the schools right now, they're mentally raping our children. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And honestly, I my cousin, his daughter had like checked his mother, her, her mother the other day about like, about sexuality and i was like wait why do you even know about that like why is that even a conversation well thank you alexandria for speaking up and sharing some actual sound mind information uh we'll be back after this break thank you for your call so the placebo that they have used that the fda has allowed them to use has often been another vaccine a vaccine with a known adverse reaction profile that's causing death and damage in its own right. That it's the aluminum as an adjuvant in the vaccine, a known neurotoxin, a known immunotoxin, a known poison in human beings that is in the supposedly inert placebo. Totally inappropriate. This is not good science. It is not science at all. It is an effort to cover up the true adverse reaction rates to these vaccines so that they can get through the low barrier of constraints put there by the FDA and onto the market. That is the only concern. Dr. Wakefield is just one of many informed voices in the film COVID Land. Secure your copy of COVID Land today at covidland.com. And if you order by October 6, you get a free copy of the film, Blueprint for Global Enslavement, absolutely free. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Warning. This broadcast might offend the easily offended. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer at band.video. 
Welcome back. Christy Lee, guest hosting The War Room today. The war is on parents versus school boards. We've been talking about the smut that you can find in the school libraries. I find that we've been fighting a, a battle about masks and vaccines when we really need to be looking at the more sinister things going on, what's happening with the material they're given that my child was able to get out of the library. This looks like a fun comic book, but it's filled with a bunch of smut. <laughs> that no child should be looking at. Um, so definitely taking issue with that at the next school board meeting. But I stayed on that topic too long. I'll try and get back to a phone calls later if I have time. I wanted to get to some news. So if you haven't, if you aren't aware of me yet, um, <laughs> my name is Christy Lee. I have Christy Lee Independent Media. You can find me at klim.news. Always happy to contribute and guest host when I can. Uh, but one thing I do and I like to contribute each week is um, what I call media malfeasance. So I spent decades in corporate controlled media as a main evening news anchor the past seven years um, in traditional media until I realized how corrupt that actually was. And so now I've made it my mission. If they're not going to hold those in power accountable, because we're certainly not seeing them doing that, even though that's a tenet of journalism is to hold those in power accountable. Well, I'm going to try and hold them accountable. And I try and do that each week by rounding up the worst bad actors. So let's take a look at this week's media malfeasance. Okay. Just kidding. We're going to get that in just a minute. I, <laughs> it's, I don't have a clip number for it. It was put in. Do you see it by Zach? Got it. Holding them accountable, bringing you what's ignored, sensationalized, unbalanced, misleading, or just plain false. Here's your media malfeasance for the week. Just two days after Axios makes this bad call, incorrectly stating that the Treasury Department issued licenses allowing the U.S. to send aid to the Taliban despite sanctions, it issues another correction, or deletes another tweet, rather. Is this the new way to issue a retraction? It has to trot back its assertion that Border Patrol agents were whipping Haitians, something it could have verified from the photographer before spreading misinformation, as they say. And while CBS News posts this close call in Australian traffic, they ignore the uprising against authoritarian public health policies that have law enforcement getting violent. Biden gets his booster shot, or did he? Why didn't anyone acknowledge the fake background? Oh, wait, a comedian does. But all I could see was what looked like incredibly fake windows behind the president. <laughs> it's a fake room. Like when Captain America fell unconscious in the 1940s, then woke up now, except Joe Biden wasn't preserved in ice in between. <laughs> now, our head of research, and this is absolutely true, our head of research, Brandon Marianacci, actually called the White House to ask if those are real windows. And the White House said, and again, this is absolutely true, we'll get back to you. <laughs> You'll get back to us. Also this week, Pfizer begins study of oral drug for prevention of COVID-19. Pfizer describes it as a protease inhibitor that's demonstrated potent in vitro antiviral activity. That sounds an awful lot like what the media dubs as simply horse paste. Ivermectin was found as a blocker of viral replicase, protease inhibitor, an FDA-approved antiparasitic previously shown to have broad-spectrum antiviral activity in vitro. Others noticed the similarity and started dubbing the new drug Pfizer-mectin. 
So no reporters want to ask why a new drug will be pushed instead of an inexpensive drug that's been around for decades? Got it. And Merck wants to get in on the action with, we'll call it, Ivermectin. What's even more questionable with this drug is Merck is a mass producer of Ivermectin under the name Stromectol. So they want an EUA on a more costly prophylactic rather than use its own inexpensive drug that seems to be working wonders here. It wouldn't be able to get an EUA if they had a generic that already worked. Hmm, I see a conflict of interest. Do you? By midweek, we find out Robert Kennedy Jr. and others get kicked off YouTube for being anti-vax. Now anyone who has concerns about this brand new shot that works entirely different than common shots of the past is automatically labeled anti-vax? How can we get transparency or both sides if one side is effectively shut down? And ABC does some selective editing this week, cutting out Obama's comment about open borders in its recap how it's just, it's very difficult to it's, see. It, it is, it, it is to heartbreaking, work. and it is, I think, one of those situations in which if you have a system that overall is dysfunctional, you are going to get episodes. At the same time, uh, we're a nation state. We have borders. The idea that we can just have open borders is something that uh, I think, as a practical matter, is is unsustainable. Wow. The, how unbelievable is that, that he said something that Joe Biden won't say. And CNN's Don Lemon brings about allegations against Matt Gates, while CNN remains silent about the sexual harassment allegations against Lemon himself and his buddy Chris Cuomo. All the while, they claim they have journalistic standards. Because, that's because we one, have news accountability. That's, that's, that's the, the Fox so, farce. The whole nighttime lineup is social, entertainment. All right, but Fox and social media, they said they, then they shouldn't put news behind it. And social media should do the same thing. They should not just be able to put things out there and with, you know, and, and because face they no know. consequences. Yes, you really shouldn't be able to put things out there and face no consequences. The Bad Actor of the Week award goes to Politico's Heather Cagle. She tweets out, Tours not allowed, yet here we are, group of nine, only two in mass. She didn't bother to ask and then learn that it was the family of a fallen soldier getting a tour from their representative. But she doubles down on her insensitivity and self-righteousness. Sick. Never short of media malfeasance to share with you. Till next week, I'm Christy Lee. So I try and work that in each week. I never have a shortage, like I said, of material. But on the Ivermectin situation, let's play a quick sneak this into the segment real quick. A clip uh, of um, them talking about just that. There, there were meetings, no doubt, and I bet you, there if, we, if you tuned in on those meetings, you wouldn't necessarily know what was up. As a matter of fact, I would imagine that every time a new pharmaceutical is being brought to market by a company, they have some sort of meeting in which they say, we have this very exciting new drug. It has this potential market. The upside is glorious. Here are the assets in bringing it to market. Here are the liabilities. Oh, on the list of liabilities, there's going to be, well, here's a drug that's now out of patent that has effects in the same area. But you know what? It would have to be used off-label, and that can't possibly be safe. So this is what we're going to highlight. It's not safe to use a drug off-label. Something like that is going to happen. It's not going to sound like people being deaf to the idea that people are going to die by the thousands, right? It's going to sound like something else. And so, anyway, what we do know now, um, and people have been on this apparently for months, I became aware of this yesterday, which is that 
Merck, which very conspicuously, another anomaly on the list, attacked the safety of its own drug, ivermectin, even though they One knew from four decades of work. Safest drug on the planet. Right. So that was an anomaly. Why would Merck say that its own drug was unsafe? Surely this has citing no evidence. Too. Right. Cite, well, there, there is no, no evidence. evidence. Right. So why? Well, it turns out they have another drug headed rapidly for what? An EUA. Right. So what does the EUA require? It requires that there's no safe and effective therapy ex- existing because if there was, you wouldn't take the risk of fast forwarding this process. And so, and not only that, but they're also involved with Johnson and Johnson. They are partnered with Johnson and Johnson in producing their vaccine. So the point is, all right, we've got an anomaly. Why would Merck say things about its own drug that aren't true? And that indicate that people should be afraid to apply it when the precautionary principle would actually suggest that they have to apply it. Oh, absolutely. It, right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it might have to do with the fact that their business, their portfolio of COVID therapies might. involves EUAs. Yeah. yeah so, 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 so um, there you go. They're the, asking all the questions that you would hope that our journalists would be asking with this major glaring conflict of interest. A company that has a prophylactic that we can see in other studies and in other countries works but they can't make a whole lot of money off of that so let's come up with something brand new and push that under eua because they wouldn't be able to get the eua if they had something that works so maybe that's why they had to demonize ivermectin i'll have more news for you coming after the break go to infowarstore.com in the break so if you understand that this is not fda approved it's totally experimental it's never been given to human beings before some of the ingredients inside of these, of these shots have never been injected in human beings before. There are no long-term studies. We don't know what's going to happen inside your body somewhere four to six weeks after your second injection or four to six months or even two years. We have no idea whether it's going to cause infertility, whether it's going to cause cancer, how bad your autoimmune disease is going to be. My conclusion, after looking at this for a long time and listening to the arguments for these masks, I, I've determined that if you believe, if you're a medical doctor or a scientist that, that's spouting using these masks, you're either being played or you're being paid. Secure your copy of COVID Land today at covidland.com. And if you order by October 6th, you get a free copy of Endgame, Blueprint for Global Enslavement. I'm up here working on a Thursday night in mid-April 2021. And I just want to say something. I am so blessed and honored to work with this incredible crew that has come together over the years. It is truly an answer to prayer. And I am so blessed and thankful for all of you, the listeners of this show. I want you to know that I love you and I appreciate you. Whether you are old, whether you are Hispanic, white, black, it doesn't matter. You've got red blood. And if you love freedom and justice, and if you love our innocent children, we are brothers and sisters together. And it has just been an incredible experience to work with you over the years. And as crazier things are, I want to keep working into the future. But again, that's really up to you and up to God. So please, I hope God works through you and, and puts a message in your heart to support us. But again, that's up to you and your relationship with God. I just want to thank you all for the years of support you've given us and what you've done. And just ask you again to pray to God and ask what God's vision is for you. And hopefully God will touch your heart to continue to support InfoWars. God bless. Infowars.com forward slash show.
Welcome back to the War Room. We had an interesting start where we were talking about what's happening in our schools. Basically, the pornography, pedophilia, and sexualizing our children took up a large portion of today's show so far. The last time I got to guest host just yesterday, we were talking about people losing jobs. And I just, someone had sent me this, and it was so powerful that I wanted to share what these vaccine mandates are doing to people. Let's take a look at that. I had to choose whether or not I wanted to stay as a nurse and continue working or lose my job. And for those of you who think that this is not happening, it is. My fellow nurses, my friends, are losing their jobs every single day for making a choice of what they put in their body. This is ridiculous. Either you get this shot and keep your job, or you don't. And you risk not feeding your family. You risk not paying your bills because EI is not going to pay for it. That's just how it is. So good luck trying to work. Well, that's my choice. A single mom of three children, and that's my choice. So today, I had to get this done. And I am feeling sick to my stomach because I felt like my body was no longer mine. I felt that everyone else was making a decision on my body. What there I you go. I mean, it's in. so powerful. And it really spoke to me having been a single mom just last year. Um, with three children and not knowing what I was going to do. I mean, I got laid off and that was scary enough, but I can't imagine being threatened to take a vaccine or lose my job, having been alone in California with my, my three children at that time. And here she is and she went ahead and got it. But at the end, she talks almost as if she's been raped because she, she had, the government forcibly injects her against her will with the threat of not being able to provide for her children as a single mother. It's disgusting. Speaking of choice, now we wonder if the woke mob's going to come after LeBron James like they came after uh, Nicki Minaj. He posted a tweet sharing athlete uh, Dreaming uh, Green, I believe. Let's, let's take a listen. That would be like me telling him, like, yo, your wife is going into labor. How dare you leave this team and not go tend to your wife? for what that can mean for this team. That's that's something that's personal to him. That's health-related. That's, you know, something that's personal to his family. This is no different. Uh, this is, you know, we're dealing with something that, <clears throat> to me, feels like has turned into a political war. Um, when, when you're talking about a vaccination and non-vaccinated, uh, I think it's become very political. And... You know, for someone who's not extremely into politics, uh, when when you make something so political and people, not everyone is into politics, then you can also turn those people off. You know, and you know, I think there is something to be said for people's concern about something that's being pressed so hard. Like, why are you pressing this so hard? 
like so much. You're just pressing and pressing and pressing. I think you have to honor people's feelings and and their own personal beliefs. And I think that's been lost um, when it comes to vaccinated and non-vaccinated. And it kind of sucks that that's been lost um, because you, you're essentially not giving anyone, uh, we, you know, you say we live in Atlanta. The yeah, like he said, well, it, it sucks giving- when you don't give people a choice. And it also will suck to see if he and LeBron James, who shared that tweet, get canceled or attacked like Nicki Minaj did. People are waking up. Feels like it's happening a lot slower than we would like, but people are waking up and realizing this is not right. And if we uh, didn't need our daily reminder, here's another one. Of that vaccines don't work. Uh, breaking today was that Justin, Justice Kavanaugh tests positive for COVID. But wait a minute. Justice Kavanaugh, wasn't he fully vaccinated and tests positive for COVID? Like we see every single day with celebrities or others that are in office. And um, More on this no common sense mandates. Democrats block testing illegal aliens before releasing them to our communities. So they're really awfully concerned about these nurses, these teachers getting vaccinated. But sure, let thousands upon thousands of people come here illegally. Let's not vaccinate them. They're not even making an attempt any longer to hide this. It's been well documented that masses of illegal aliens are not required to be vaccinated so as not to discourage the future Democratic voters from making the dangerous trek to the border. Now Democrats have blocked any attempt to require the most common sense action, testing illegal aliens before they're released to the interior. So they don't have to be vaccinated. They don't have to be tested. None of that. New York City teachers file emergency request with Supreme Court to block their vaccine mandate because we're not going to mandate it for the illegals, but they have to have it. So they're, they're trying to fight this. Diane Feinstein introduces bill to require COVID vaccination in order to fly domestically. So if it wasn't pervasive enough to worry about getting tested or getting vaccinated, if you want to travel internationally, now you can't even take a quick trip without having a vaccination. She says, ensuring that air travelers protect themselves and their destination communities from this disease is critical to prevent the next surge, particularly if we confront new variants of COVID-19. Wait a minute. Um, Fully vaccinated people are getting sick. The CDC themselves has admitted that there's really no effect on transmission. What is going on? And as long as we're talking about uh, Feinstein, let's just... Marvel at what a hypocrite she is. Play number, clip, clip number six. So, shortly, uh, the, uh, what? She doesn't have a mask on? Yeah, right. Thank you. She was telling everybody else to wear a mask. What's going on? Oh, my goodness. And then, um, thank goodness for Rand Paul, who he, t- he does take up the fight. In these last uh, few minutes of this segment, I wanted to play this powerful exchange between Rand Paul and the health secretary. Let's take a look. Mr. Becerra, are you familiar with an Israeli study that had uh, 2.5 million patients and found that the vaccinated group was actually seven times more likely to get infected with COVID than the people who had gotten COVID naturally? Senator, I'd have to get back to you on that one. I'm not familiar with that study. 
Well, you think you might want to be if you're going to travel the country insulting the uh, millions of Americans, including NBA star Jonathan Isaac, who have had COVID, recovered, look at a study with 2.5 million people and say, well, you know what? It looks like my immunity is as good as a vaccine or not. And in a free country, maybe I ought to be able to make that decision. Instead, you've chosen to travel the country calling people like Jonathan Isaac and others, myself included, flat earthers. We find that very insulting, goes against the science. Are you a doctor or a medical doctor? I've worked uh, over 30 yeah. years on health so policy. You're, you're not a medical doctor. Do you have a science degree? And yet you travel the country calling people flat earthers who have had COVID, looked at studies of millions of people, and made their own personal decision that their immunity they naturally acquired is sufficient. But you presume somehow to tell over 100 million Americans who have survived COVID, that we have no right to determine our own medical care. You alone are on high, and you've made these decisions, a lawyer with no scientific background, no medical degree. This is an arrogance coupled with an authoritarianism that is unseemly and un-American. You, sir, are the one ignoring the science. The vast preponderance of scientific studies, dozens and dozens, show robust long-lasting immunity after COVID infection. Even the CDC does not recommend measles vaccine if you have measles immunity. The same was true for smallpox. But you ignore history and science to shame the flat earthers, as you call them. You should be ashamed of yourself and apologize to the American people for being dishonest about naturally acquired immunity. You want more people to choose vaccination? So do I. You want to lessen vaccine hesitancy? So do I. You want to have that happen? Quit lying to people about naturally acquired immunity. Quit lording it over people, acting as if these people are deplorable and unwashed. Try persuasion instead of government cudgels. Try humility instead of arrogance. Try freedom instead of coercion. But most of all, try understanding that there's no more basic medical right than deciding what we inject into our bodies. Today, after hearing that millions of people in a study prove, show without a doubt, there's a great People ask me, Alex, why did you come out with a new natural organic sleep aid when you already have knockout that works so well with eight natural ingredients? Well, because when you've taken a certain organic blend, for a decade, like I've taken this product I came up with, it doesn't work as well anymore. That's the way herbs work. You go off it a while, come back on it, it works again. So what did I do? I went to the developers and I said, make a totally different formula with a lot of other known natural healthy compounds that make you sleep deep and restful, because that's what helps your immune system, and I want it to be at least twice as strong as Knockout. Okay, be careful when you take it. It's incredibly strong. It's named Down and Out. I don't have time to get into all the ingredients in it, but it is extremely strong. We are extremely proud of it. It is exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. 50% off right now. Sold out for more than four months. Now back in stock. Get your down and out and your knockout at InfoWarsStore.com today. Now thank you for your support because it keeps us on the air.